What do you say, everybody? Welcome to Elephant in the Room, part of Roll Tide Pods, Disrupt the Media. Our show is brought to you by Lance's Lock, lanceslock.com. He's got that bowl challenge up there right now, and uh, you get those picks at Lance's Lock. If he doesn't give you a winning bowl season, uh, it's free. So uh, you're going to win either way. And uh, while you're doing that, don't forget that the show is presented by uh, MyBookie, MyBookie.ag. You can go there with the the code next round and uh, up to $1,000, 50% price match when you make your initial wager. And there's a lot of stuff to get into. Bowl season, the NFL, who would have saw the Ravens just go into San Francisco and smack around the 49ers like they did the other day, right? Uh, saw Marlon Humphrey had an interception in the oh, game. Yeah. Former Bama guy, right? Yeah, yeah you were probably pretty happy. I was that. pretty happy, yeah. And so uh, all of that at my bookie and mybookie.ag. He's Jake Coker. I'm Mick Gillespie, and uh, here we go, man. The holiday edition. Uh, Merry Christmas. Right, how how how'd Christmas go? Man, it was good. It was good. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, all the the family Christmases are pretty much wrapped up. Got uh, one go. more to go, and you know, excited to my my dad and stepmom both fighting the flu. So uh, oh boy, gonna get together when that's that's done, but. Uh, man, I'm glad it's game week. Finally, I mean, we got Virginia Tech, Tulane playing in the background. Not a bad game, but Mm-mm. you know, I'm ready for the real ones to start. the 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 main thing I've watched when it, in terms of football since bowl season started was that South Alabama Eastern Michigan fight after the game. So, <laughs> <laughs> what did so. you What did you think about that? Have you ever seen anything? quite like that before no i was you know i was uh talking to some buddies about that and when it happened i was like i don't know what you do if you're kane i mean you can't be mad that was i was honestly proud of the way they reacted jumping on that guy and just beating the hell out of him <laughs> yeah. i mean what a, did yeah. you see the cheap shot oh, yeah, I mean, yeah i watched it, it was terrible it was you know in 26, as you're sitting there, he's like, is this guy really gonna do this yeah is he really gonna do this somebody told me they were brothers in real life like, really? I, I don't know if that's true or not, but um, and then the, and then the one guy ran up and hit the other guy in the back of the head, and then oh, twenty six. That was his brother that yeah, he was yeah, standing next to. I yeah. thought you were saying the guy who. No, 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 no. The, the guy offender was was his brother. Well, he threw like, that dude down so fast, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Who would have thought that the Eastern Michigan South Alabama game would uh, erupt in that type of a rivalry? Good stuff. I love it from South, man. <laughs> All the humanity. <laughs> I always pull for Kane and South, but man, I tell you what, I I might buy a jersey next year after seeing that. <laughs> uh, so, is that did you watch the game, or you just saw the replay of that part of it? I saw the replay. I hate I I missed it. Uh, we had a well, we had a my little brother in law is getting married in the next year in March, so. We had an engagement party. I didn't get to see it, but caught the highlights of the fight. Oh, there you go. Uh, have you watched many of these bowls? This this bowl season is kind of indicative of where college football is. But they're all opt-outs. I mean, it's yeah. hard to know who's even playing oh, yeah. anymore. Who all is playing in the Georgia-Florida State game? Because I, all I hear is that everybody's opting out of that game as well. I mean, it's, it's, Florida State guys are opting out of it, which – you know, I mean, you can say you're doing it for protest, but I mean, you'd think you'd want to prove that, you know, you're better than Georgia. I just don't understand how this happened. I mean, like, it, and I blame it all on uh, what's what's the running back of the 49ers? Um, Christian McCaffrey. He started all. Yep. This. 
Yep. You know, and it was like, ah, oh, I'm going to opt out for the NFL. You got guys opting out for the NFL. Like, how about to his brother opting out? Yeah. Where are you going? You don't even have any eligibility left. Yeah. You're guys. opting out to go transfer or, I mean, because you're not going to the NFL. I mean, well, he might. I mean, who knows? But I mean, unless you're a shoe in first rounder, I, I don't understand it at all. I mean, Christian <laughs> McCaffrey, he, you know, he kind of made sense, but. Well, he did. I mean, he was like a one of the first yeah. picks, right? Yeah. But it's t- I just I can't imagine. Yeah, you know, it's your last time to go play with with your buddies. That I mean, once you're in the NFL, it's a completely different ball game. You know, you're not with the same guys you've been with for years and and lived with and and shared those kind of memories with. I I don't know. I've never been never had uh, the first round thought in my head, so I never had to worry <laughs> about it. But <laughs> wasn't something that you really had to concern yourself with, right? Yeah, that's right. Plus, all your games counted too, you know. But I, these games do count, and you know, you play week one. Why wouldn't you want to play week, you know, thirteen? Yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't get it. Like, yeah. Or for some teams, week fourteen. But like, I. I I just loved playing games anyway, like the competition of it, like the fun of wearing a uniform and looking around and having kind of taken a journey with a group of guys and the the, the feeling that you had. I, I can't imagine being like, ah, you know what, guys, F you, I'm out of here. I'm going to go over here and <laughs> yeah. do some wind sprints and, you know. <laughs> like, Those no. last three years we spent, you know. Yeah, forget you. In a locker room at the at the apartment just hanging out drinking a few beers, having a good time. And uh, you're on your own in this game. <laughs> it just, it, it just, it's hard to fathom. And, and, you know, again, you, I think a lot of it has to do with the the cohesiveness of the team. And then you don't see that as much in the, in the programs. I mean, Alabama, you know, like last year, I don't know if there was one single opt out. There but, wasn't, but you know, it says a lot about the culture of the program. Have we had opt outs? Because I don't remember any. <clears throat> I don't either. But but when either. Nick Saban leaves, Young had every he could have walked and, away. Yeah, oh yeah. Him and Will Anderson, those were the. If you if you were to to opt out, those would be the the top two you could think of. Yeah, last year. Right, right. The the, the best one to me was watching Waddle. Limping. When he didn't have to, and he just did, and every, and and you know, and all the NFL guys like you know, basically talking about how he shouldn't be there, and it's like you know, obviously you haven't been through the experience of playing for Nick Saban and what it means to be at this yep. program, yeah, because he's what it represents, man. Like we're still talking about him and what he means to our culture. Oh yeah, I mean, and. I, mean, I think I would have done it anywhere, but at, at Alabama, I mean, you could, I could have broken every limb I had and still tried to bolt them together and go play. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, it just, uh, it means so much there. And, and, and you know, yeah, I, I've talked about this before. I mean, when I go back to Tuscaloosa, I get to see all the, the trainers, the, some, some of the coaches are still there, but you know, a lot of the, the core people are still there that were there when I was playing and, uh, I mean, I just can't even imagine, uh, you know, I, again, for the first rounders, it's not quite turning your back, but the guys that are in the middle to, to turn your back and walk away from that last experience, I, it's just unfathomable. Mm-hmm. To me. Well, it, it look, what Bryce and those guys did was set this year's team up to do what they've done, where they 
They when, did the most for Alabama without winning a national championship. Yeah. I mean, think about this year's team and the struggles that they impactful. have. Right. They had the struggles. And instead of uh, packing it up and saying, F this, these guys, like, they buckled down, man, and they they refused to give up. And, oh, yeah. You know, and I, I don't I don't think – like, I saw the postgame interview with um, Jalen Milrow and – he was talking about, I think they asked him this, but he was talking about when everyone gave up on him, he didn't give up on himself. And I'm thinking like, well, we didn't give up on you. I mean, I know we didn't give up on him in this room. There were some people in the media, but I had a show with Mike Johnson yesterday and he was reminding me of the last time Joel Klatt had put us out of college football. It was your year. <laughs> it's every year we, we lose. Yeah. Our and he said he was <laughs> saying for a decade. <laughs> yeah, right. And I know Joel's part of disrupt the meeting. I like him. Like, look, honestly, I do. I like him. I get it. That's part go of his Joel and Clay. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of his shtick, right? My, my, Mike said that in 2015, they after the old Miss game, you know, oh, yeah. he buried you guys, and he was like, "Yeah, a couple of years ago, I, I, I tweeted at him and Kiffin, and then it was like championship Heisman Trophy winner, <laughs> number one offense, you know." Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, "Didn't he say something about Milrow this year never being able to read <laughs> offense?" He said, "There's some serious." unfixable problem yeah. <laughs> it's like it, the, the funny thing about it is um the, it, how do you keep fucking it up so bad <laughs> <laughs> and i like it. it's not even personal it's not even personal but how do you keep missing so much when jim and ryan and lt when they when they get an affiliate they're just like, uh, so are you gonna have some shitty Alabama takes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring them, bring them. All right, come on. <laughs> You're hired. <laughs> I guess Melro that like the, the the problems were fixable. <laughs> then he was talking about Clat. <laughs> Clat can't wait to dump dirt on the grave, you know. Oh yeah. There's well, like a group of them though. Well, I think it I, it must it must uh it it must give the the ratings a jump or something. Yeah, right. I mean, but what when you're wrong though? Where's the count? Where's the accountability of it? You know, like once you make that statement where you're like, "Yeah, this guy's not going to be able to fix these problems." I mean, you said it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and like the next week, you're like, "This guy's really good." Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, is, is like when I when I watch when I watched Jalen last year, I was I was a little nervous because. Uh, I mean, all you know, I mean, basically, what he did last year was run, and that's understandable, you know, for uh, a guy that is getting his first few starts. Um, <laughs> but when I and here's why I say this is when I I walked into the spring game when Tua had graduated from high school early and enrolled early, mm-hmm. and I was walking through the tunnel. And I wasn't following recruiting at all. I mean, I had heard to his name, but I he could have walked. I mean, we met we met one time, at, but you know he, he's out on the field, and I see him throw an over route way before he's supposed to. I mean, way before he's supposed to, and uh, just anticipating real well as he does right now. And uh, he just moved up in the pocket. Had, you know, obviously had pocket awareness, really could anticipate. And I was like, I was standing there with uh, Ellis Ponder. I was like, who the hell is that? 
And he was like, that's Tua. He just got here like two weeks ago. I was like, he's been here for two weeks. And I just saw that one play. I was like, holy hell. I mean, this guy can sling it around, and he's been here. He's not even a right. real freshman in high school. Yeah, even through the mistake you knew. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it just you could just tell he saw things very well. And, and uh, when I saw Jalen have his first few starts last year, I was like, oh, man. You know, it's just run, 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 and and you're not sure, you know, if he's really going to fill the pocket and and be able to dominate from that space. And then uh, even the Middle Tennessee game, I was like, you know, still see. And then the Texas game, when I actually sat down and watched him against good competition, that's when I felt like he could be a pretty good player. And we talked about that. Yeah, you talked about it right away. Yeah. Uh, Even for the mistakes. It's just seeing how they respond to certain, certain looks and and how they you know occupy the pocket to me that's mm-hmm. how i i look at it but uh you know that's that's the game that made me feel good about him feel like he had potential you know and now mm-hmm. obviously he's shown he's more than a, capable of playing quarterback in alabama so you didn't think that he was encourageable after that game <laughs> uh <laughs> i mean <laughs> No, I know. I'm messing with you. I remember you coming in and we were you doing the show. Unfixable. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. You know, like the, you, you ever ever watch the Babe Ruth story? And his parents like took him to like uh they they took him to uh, a boy's home, you know, right? Yeah. Because they thought he was incorrigible, right? Like he could you couldn't help him, you know. <laughs> it turns out to be the best baseball player ever, right? Yeah. Um I saw it was a joke, but yeah, I mean, like you did see it. I, I, I always wonder, like, and and what what do you look at when you're trying to evaluate someone's performance? Because sometimes when you're grading someone as a scout, it's not necessarily the outcome. A lot of times it's just other stuff that you see that eventually you feel like they'll figure the outcome out. But if they're doing other things, you know, that could be the way they're reading. It could be the way that they're throwing a the ball. You know, you're talking about yeah. the two of um, so with Milrow, I mean, I'm sure there was some stuff there that you were probably thinking, Hey, this guy's, you know, well, yeah. I mean, when you look at him, like at a, at a camp is his measurables. I mean, the guy's off the charts, mm-hmm. you know, but again, if a guy can't, I'm not going to say dominate, uh, but, but like with manage, Buck there, when manage, he was throwing those like five yard passes in the ground, you're yeah. kind of concerned. Like, I mean, if you don't have the measurables, measurables, but you can anticipate, get the ball to a guy in an accurate fashion, and he can run with the ball after the catch, then, then, I mean, that's that's all you need, you know, mm-hmm. to win games at Alabama. Now, I mean, it's going to take a little more to to win a championship, but, uh, I mean. Mac Jones doesn't have the strongest arm. He's not the physically biggest and strongest guy out there, but he is as far in terms of being at Alabama, his performance at Alabama. I mean, to me, you can put him up there with anybody. I, I you rarely saw a bad throw. You rarely saw anything not on time and you rarely saw a bad read. Uh, I mean, what's going on with him now? We've, we've talked about before, but, uh, I think that there's a lot more going on in New England than you know. People again, it's easy to blame the quarterback, but yeah. I think there's a lot more going well, on in New England than got to have somebody to throw to, got to block. Yeah. You know, you need some running backs. And I think after you have that, I mean, it's like Tua last year and the year before, or two years ago and the year before that, when he's got 
what was the head coach's name? I can't remember, but he's gone now. Flores. Yeah, and now he's got a guy in there. You watch the love that guy. Yeah, you watch the in season hard knocks. Yeah, uh, the way he talks and communicates with Tua and takes accountability and their team. And when you have a guy like that supporting you through yeah. while playing quarterback, I mean, it can totally change your game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, again, I, I we've we've talked about Randy Sanders that when he was at Florida State. Uh, I mean, I, I've always, I, I mean, I've liked my, all my quarterbacks coaches, but you know, when you get along with somebody and, and you can tell y'all are always on the same page. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's how I was with, with Randy. And, and I mean, I felt again, like I had never, I could, I, I had never felt that good about playing the quarterback position at any other time than with coach Sanders at, at Florida state, because we just, understood each other everything you know when we communicated everything made sense to me and uh and he was a mentor and a friend you know i mean just so much more than a football coach yeah. and that's what if you want a quarterback to play at the highest level that he can play at then then the the coach that that gets along with that guy is is key to that success yeah yeah he believed in you too i mean even when you were battling it out with jameson williams or winston for the uh, starting job, you know, yeah, man, he, he I, talked about it. He's, I loved him to death. Loved he, your arm. Still do. He's you know, just a great guy. One of the guys you you wish you could have as a coach, and and you know, just have there to to help you, you know, throughout life. He's he's awesome. When you look at JJ McCarthy, the quarterback of Michigan what do you see and and let me talk about him for a second 25 and 1 as a starter um, in, the Big Ten. in the Big 10 but still 25 and 1's 25 and 1 i mean uh runs the ball a little bit you know kind of sneaky good running you know d- didn't throw the ball a lot but kind of looked like maybe he was hurt down the stretch still, that's what i've heard yeah he still won the games and then um you know but he's he seems to be like a really smart guy under center he's he's got all the tools i mean he's as talented as anybody in the country and uh we i've said this to a lot of people before i mean i think i think with some of these big 10 teams and and uh and pac-12 teams and you know these different conferences i think when you like the SEC benefits from the difficulty of schedule mm-hmm. because they're playing games are just knock down, drag out fights the entire time. And you kind of get sharpened and used to that just beat down you're going to take. And so the intensity of those matchups carry you throughout the season. And by the time you get to the playoff, a hard fought playoff game is just a regular season game. Right, right, right. You know? <clears throat> and so <clears throat> I think, it's almost kind of a shock factor. I mean, when Ohio State, Michigan, Washington, they come in and play Alabama or Georgia, or you know, it's like it, it's like a whole different level of competition that they're used to getting up for one time a year against mm-hmm. Ohio State. Yeah. Um. So I mean, look, <clears throat> Michigan, they've been building up for success for a long time, and maybe they're you know, just motivated and, and, and laser focused on this game, which I would imagine they are. But again, 
more times than not when they get matched up against these these physically dominant teams from the SEC, it's it's a little bit of a shock to them. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, would you agree with that? Yeah, no, I think so. Uh, Michigan lost to Georgia. They lost to TCU in the first round of the college football playoff. A lot of these guys came back, you know, to try to get back to this game against Alabama. And they played a weak schedule, but down the stretch, they had to win at Penn State and then they had to beat Ohio State. So, I mean, they are coming off of, you know, two of the best wins that they had. Um, but I don't compare what, what they got in the Big Ten to the SEC at all. No, and it's like we've mentioned on this podcast over and over again. The worst, the bottom half of the SEC is still the top half of most conferences across the country. Yeah. Talent-wise. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they they could still be a nightmare as far as wins and losses go. I mean, Arkansas, yeah, they play in a different conference. They're they're going to a bowl game this year. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, they they've got as much talent and, and physicality as as most teams across the board anywhere else. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I I, I feel like that's a factor in this game. Uh, Zinter the offensive lineman who was going to be a first round pick got injured in the Ohio state game. So, I mean, Michigan will be without one of their big offensive linemen. They have a really good defense though. The defensive line's deep. And um, I mean, I feel like they could, you know, I I mean, look, Milrow is going to get sacked. I mean, he does every game. Oh yeah. But then again, he also makes big plays too. Yeah. As long as we don't beat ourselves, you know, no bad snaps. God, thank God um, we were able to overcome that against Georgia. How about against Auburn? Mary, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we just don't beat ourselves, I love our chances. I still hate that line at minus two and a half for, for Michigan. Is or it, is it still minus two it and a half? It was one last time I looked, one and a half. Yeah. Public's all over Alabama. Yeah. That makes you nervous. Yeah, it does. Hey, Vegas has bad lines too, you yeah. know. There's got to be a reason why, though. I mean, maybe they're looking at the Georgia game like, hey, the Bama won because Bowers and McConkey were injured. Yeah. You know, and they, they weren't 100%. Um, I just hope we – I mean, it just – look, this is the last two games of the year. Jalen, let's not worry about getting hurt. Let's run. Let's, yeah. Uh, Unleash design, the dragon. Oh, uh, yeah. Like they've never seen before. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping to. Because I don't think they've seen a guy running back any anybody in in the Big Ten that can run like he can. He's probably faster than anyone on their team, and that's yeah. not a, that's not a shot at the Michigan team. But he's, he's one of the faster guys at Alabama too. Let's you say know? that like maybe Amari Kites faster or C- or Cedric Law or so- somebody's faster, but not many. You know. Yeah. And he's still bigger than most of the guys are going to try to tackle him. Yeah, too. right. He's he's a freak when it comes to his ability to run. Uh, they're out there now. You know, they got out there. Yeah. And um, yeah, what do you do when you go to these bowl games? Like, I, I know that it's changed a little bit since 2015-16, right? But, I mean, w- when you get out there, you're out there for like, I mean, the game's on Monday, so the team got out there yesterday. What the hell yeah, are you yeah. doing out there? Just practicing and stuff? What you getting up at like yeah. six a.m. to go practice? You getting up kind of early, got meetings and practice and all that, and you got a little bit of a a break in the afternoon time. Uh, you know, it's 
again, coaches can't control you forever. You know, mm-hmm. uh, at some point it comes down to you and, and have an understanding of what's in, at stake and, and what sacrifice you want to make to win a game and, and build your career. So, uh, <clears throat> I've been, I've been on a few teams that, that made the most of their bowl week. If you know what I mean, mm-hmm. you know, probably had too much fun. Uh, but I know that that last year I was there, nobody was doing a damn thing outside of you guys were locked in. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, practicing and going back to the hotel. We'd they had a big one of those big conference rooms, you know, I don't know how many square feet it was, but enough to have the whole team. And, and we had time off, we were just you know, playing poker or playing a video game or you know, doing whatever for two hours and then going to bed. Yeah. You know, it's funny. You said that Uh, Jay Barker told me, uh, and I've heard him talk about this a lot, you know, when they played in the 92 national championship game against Miami, they were big underdogs and they go down there and they see the hurricanes out at the casinos and having a good time. And they decided that that's not what they were there for. Yeah. And then of course um, they, they ended up, uh, distributing one of the uh, most lopsided ass whoopings in <laughs> yeah. underdog history. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's one thing to be like a 16 point or 17 point underdog or whatever it is, but to go in there and just beat the hell out of somebody <laughs> like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's it's still there's still magical moments in that game, <laughs> like Teague and Langham, man. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> You know, it's it's uh Copeland and Curry. <laughs> I, when we were at in the Sugar Bowl in twenty fourteen, we had a little fun the, the first few nights. And usually guys I mean, it doesn't get out of hand or anything like that, but usually the first night everybody goes and, and has fun in the city and then after that it's all business, you know. Uh but it is pretty intimidating when you got a guy who, who you've seen go out and he's hung over for the game and he's still beating your ass. <laughs> <laughs> was that Oklahoma? Was that the Oklahoma game where we just got like we couldn't stop him? I was at that was the year I was at Florida State and we won the Nash championship and and uh, yeah I know I, the reason I remember that game is because I we watched it at the hotel. Did you in twenty thirteen? And so, we we're like, what is going on? Yeah, Trevor I, Knight had the game of his oh, life. Yeah, yeah. It, but you know, it was like the t- it was like uh, when, when I <laughs> talked to like Baron Huber and Mike Johnson and those guys about the 08 Sugar Bowl. You know, like uh, they yeah. were so disappointed that they lost to Florida. That, you know, Baron Huber had the uh, <laughs> was it like the rumble in the bayou it was like the only good play of the entire game was like a short kickoff that he like busted loose first <laughs> mike got hurt early you know, he didn't have any offensive linemen uh-huh. lost to utah and and it was kind of i like, remember that game yeah, yeah, yeah i was there uh i wasn't at the at the oklahoma loss but who who did we play Oh, no, 2014 is when we lost to Ohio State. So we, that was the bowl game. Yeah, there were yeah, three. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah. that was the last three times we had played in, in New Orleans. Yeah, I forgot about that. that. It was those three in a row. Yeah. And I remember before that game, uh, I, I guess they had just announced where we were playing because that was the first year of playoff. And uh, Austin Shepard was like, God, we're, 
we found out he's like, man, we're snake bit down there. He's like, you know, the man yeah. a, is like, it's like, uh, Jordan there. Yeah. You know, I guess outside of this year. Yeah. You know, right. You, you, you have performances in certain games. Yeah. It's like inviting the same guy over, over and over again to an Alabama game and you lose every time you, you watch him. With invite him. him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, but I'll tell you what, I, I have this really pimped out houndstooth coat, right? Like a like I wear it every once in a while, big games. <laughs> yeah. It's great. It's got big it's it's vintage too. And you know, like I, I wore it to the uh national championship game against LSU, that one right there. And those Tiger fans, man, they talk a gang of shit, man. And they're yeah. just like, you know, you look stupid in your cult. <laughs> talk about it, you know. <laughs> Walking in, I'm just trying to mind my own business, looking good. And um, and honestly, I, I had dealt with years of hearing them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then that day, you talk about national championship games where You're somebody. You're that print for sure. Oh, dude. <laughs> I, we sat 50-yard line, but in the upper deck in the dome, you know, watching Tim Brando high-fiving Tiger fans and stuff. And the walking out of that stadium and those loudmouths being that quiet, uh-huh. And they didn't talk again for a decade. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have anything to talk about for 10 years. Like you talk about just like year after they year. Burned, after they year burned the last coach saving effigy. They got yeah. it, it was in the, and I enjoyed it. You know, oh, yeah. like uh you know, I guess as Alabama fans like you know or grads or whatever like our our whole thing is like act like you've been there. No, oh, yeah. Be respect you're supposed to be respectful to the opponent. We're we're not supposed to be over there. The, the, the people talking all the smack, you know. It's well, I mean, of, you you look at every all the every stadium across the country. Yeah, I'd like to know the stat on this. The last time the field was rushed at every stadium across the country, because I bet you Brian Denny is probably it's got to be. I mean, has it ever been rushed? No, because they tell you no. We we've yeah. already won all the games, but think about this. Of all the stadiums that have been rushed over the last how many years? Oh, Alabama's against us. It, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I bet you at least half of them have been. I mean, I mean, imagine how embarrassing it'd be to rush the field if we beat Tennessee after. Get back in the seat. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine like trying to explain because if know, i'm like 55 and my my daughter's in college <laughs> and she rushes the say say we beat tennessee after they a long drought yeah, you know, right. and, and coach saban's gone and i mean if, if i can only imagine no telling what kind of social media and all that's going to be out then but if my if i was like sitting at the house and my daughter called me and said she just rushed the field after beating tennessee i'd be like you're coming home yeah <laughs> we're not paying for yeah. another yeah. diamond yeah. <laughs> yeah. come on back <laughs> you say, yeah you obviously haven't gotten the proper education no, I'm, I'm with you man i mean like that's kind of the, the the whole deal is like been there done that man and it's like it just it shows even when we stunk, they were rushing the field oh, before yeah. we even got there. We lost to Kentucky well, with the bows and they're running them on the field. Yeah. How can you Yay! even how, how could you talk shit like how did Tennessee fans after you rush the field after beating us 
obviously it means the world to you to beat <laughs> Alabama. How can you talk shit to us? Because you basically just told us that you didn't expect Man, to win. I, I thought it was great to see that Tennessee fans had like um, Christmas ornaments commemorating last year's 52 party. I said, I'm being serious. Like people in no. people's homes would be like, you know, like oh, yeah. this different stuff like t-shirts and, yeah. and, 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 and pictures and stuff like that. And it was like, Clay man. Travis has one of those. I'm sure. Yeah, he does. <laughs> My friend ran into him at Disney world last week. He said his son. Yeah. He said, uh, uh, he said he, he ran, he didn't even realize it. It was Clay. He said he walked by. He said, roll tied to this kid. And then he's like, oh, it's Clay. And so he knows Clay. <laughs> talked to him for a couple of minutes. So uh-huh. living the life, man. <laughs> living the life. At least he's got one smart kid in there, you know? <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> Little guy's like, yeah, yeah, you guys just keep being Tennessee fans. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he was like en- enjoying that Christmas ornament that dad has. <laughs> uh yeah he's seen he's seen his dad's takes on alabama and understands his dad's sharing the heartbreak man (laughs) honestly like it's like being a cubs fan i'm a cubs fan i'll tell you it's miserable (laughs) (laughs) what was it 81 years 82 years no no 107 oh my god hey were you at the game uh What's his name? The guy caught, caught the ball no, over Moises Alou. No, I was watching it though. I was when I was in Alabama. I was I was watching it. I had a treadmill in my my. Um, I, I lived on this uh, this the, the basement of this uh, house on the corner of Caplewood and um, Reed Street. Uh huh. And it was like I paid one hundred and thirty seven dollars. Uh, Phil Weaver, who owns Buffalo Phils, owned the place, right? Uh-huh. And uh, and it was that included everything. The only the, it was a great deal until it rained, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then the whole the whole bottom like on the real bad rains, I'd have like a foot of water in there. My dog would bark like, oh my god, yeah. Those months I didn't pay rent. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I wonder if I'm gonna get electrocuted right now. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So the uh, but it was actually like. Uh, I had a treadmill in there and I, and I was on the treadmill watching the game and I'm like, this is our year, man. This is it. Like we so were a Cubs fan back then. I was a Cubs fan since the eighties. And so I'm, I'm like, this finally, like, this is it, you know? Yeah. And then, then that Bartman, the guy's name, Steve Bartman, yeah, he yeah, reached over right. and tried to catch the ball. Um, so I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to, I mean, as much as, as much enjoyment as I do get out of Cubs baseball, that would have been the game. That well, would have been over, right? Well, it would it would have been the second out of the eighth inning with a big lead, and then he missed it. And then he stood over there and like threw his glove down, and then, uh, yeah. I and remember. then after that, everything fell apart, right? Um, but on on the bright side is when they did win the World Series, I got a ring. So maybe the <laughs> yeah. ring wouldn't have been that special. If it had been the second ring, you know, <laughs> I don't know. But it was hard. That was a heartbreaking loss. Like that was so hard to deal with. I didn't watch Sports Center, which is something that we all used to watch back then, oh, yeah. for months. Like I just, I just couldn't deal with it. I couldn't. I couldn't see the Marlins. I didn't want to watch any of the Marlins World Series. I just. You know, you ever been there before? Like, I uh, hated baseball. Wrigley, oh, yeah, yeah. Right, I hated baseball. No, I mean, you know, Wrigley's great too. But I'm, what I'm saying is, is that Tennessee and and the Cubs, like heartbreak city. Oh yeah. Oh, the Cubs. Yeah, because I, I, I remember watching that game too. I I just 
uh, what, what year was the black cat? Because that, that was, was 69. Uh, yeah, that was the uh, that was the moment where everybody's like, yeah, we're we're doomed. Right. Yeah. Well, that's when we realized that, that we had a problem. <laughs> 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 so whatever we done wrong, we had done it wrong. You need one? You good over there? Yeah, I'll take one. You want one of these Christmas guys, or you want a uh, let me a uh, whichever one you were talking it. about earlier. Here, try this. One. Yeah. Love Christmas beers. Uh, try that right there. All right. What's this? Fat bottom, huh? Yeah. <coughs> Have you? No, uh, man, how was your holiday? For, it was good. I, I can't wait for uh, this weekend. The big, big time getting the grill going you know finally like like we said earlier just you got the the game day week game day vibes back i just so it's you forget until december when you've got these especially now i mean bowl games used to be so much better than they are now yeah you forget how shitty bowl season is until you are just sitting around waiting on a good game to come on and literally not one has his has been worth watching yeah well unless somebody sucker punches a guy at the end of the game <laughs> again starts a brawl no I, I i feel sorry for um anyone that tries to handicap these games because uh, you man. don't know who's playing anymore yeah it's like week one of college football season again yeah and then you got teams that are going to have a team. I don't feel sorry for Vegas at all. They've, <laughs> <laughs> they've gotten enough of your cat. <laughs> what did you get for christmas anything good uh man i got some some grilling stuff uh you, man. you know you're domesticated now oh yeah yeah well you know the... got me a new spatula <laughs> I did, grill I did. cleaner i did <laughs> <laughs> that, that brush that cleans the grill all that stuff's important man are you you're a green egg guy aren't you no i'm a trigger guy really well, how is a green egg guy no no you know i get in this argument all the time uh and it's gotten so bad we we do a little grill off in in the neighborhood trigger really? versus egg and you know these you know the the people that that are green egg people they just you know they're like oh that's trigger's not real that's that's you're cooking an oven you just set it and forget it and i'm like <laughs> well yeah that's the fucking point <laughs> I don't want to stand out here. With this thing. <laughs> I mean, who wants to get up, you know, cooking a brisket and getting up, at, getting up at one a.m., yeah. four a.m., back up at seven a.m. Yeah, right, it's like, right. it's like, yeah, I, I, I want to just put it on there and not have to worry about a damn admit, thing. Though, shit does taste good on those green eggs. I don't have one. I'm, well, have I, you had something on trigger? I'm coming over. I, you tell me when. I'm coming. Like you, I, I don't even know, honestly. And this is shame on me but i i know what a green egg looks like i i don't even know what a trigger looks like i'm gonna have to like google it's just like a it's just like a black barrel but oh you, yeah 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 the, the black barrel thing yeah yeah okay i know those yeah, yeah oh yeah so i <clears throat> i've got i got into my my mom and stepdad used to take me out to uh san antonio when i was little with my all my brothers and sisters and we'd eat Texas barbecue. Oh, I love that. And stuff. it's, you know, Texas barbecue is on a whole nother level than anything around here. And, uh, whoa. Oh, yeah. I said it. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I said it. <laughs> what about Tuscaloosa barbecue? You got to admit, Dreamland's pretty good. 
Dreamland's hit or miss. Dreamland sauce is delicious. I'd rather have my oh, I have I, I make my own ribs and I use Dreamland sauce. Okay, all right. I'm look. I'm not. I, I've been to Memphis, but when I, have, I used to live in North Carolina, I know about like oh yeah, oh yeah, barbecue. But no, I mean barbecue when it's like somebody that can cook a brisket and knows what good brisket is knows good barbecue. I love brisket, but see, Baltimore does brisket too. Do they really? Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's big and. But it was in Texas too, yeah, yeah. and it, and it's like, um, uh, I I like it honestly because, and it's just personal preference. But um, pork just gives me a stomachache. Like I I I, yeah. and I like eating it, but I always like I take a big risk. I'd say, for me, if I eat pork, one out of every ten times my stomach won't hurt. So the other nine, I'm like gonna have a stomachache. Yeah. And I don't see, know why, but so I love brisket. Like I see, like the, the I, I like pulled pork, but it's uh it's kind of just like I mean it's filler almost. Yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah. I mean it's you know, it's good. It's cheap. It's good. You but know. I mean it's a cheap meat. You know, yeah. if you can buy it from and it's not expensive. Beef, That's right. Beef's expensive. But a, a brisket, like it takes, you know, twelve to fifteen hours mm. and it's you cut it. I mean it's just damn good it's done like right. Butter. Have you ever been to this gas station called Bucky's? <laughs> <laughs> you I'm serious you, you go get the in brisket there. sandwich. Oh man, like you can you go in there and it's like it, it actually gives me a stomach ache but too, but it's Texas, so good. That's a Texas chain. I know I love Bucky's like I, I do. Oh like, it's great. It's there's great. no other like I wish all gas stations were Bucky's. Oh, my, my, I say that. No, no, I do too. My I, cousin lives in Madison, Wisconsin. And he's like, oh, Circle K and some other one. And I'm like, bro, you here? I wish, I wish gas stations. not even close. Oh, I wish gas stations were either Bucky's or just like a small box with beer in it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Have you ever been to Sheets? Because I go to, I go to a gas station for two reasons beer. For the bathroom. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right, yeah. Bucky's does good with the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. FYI. Yeah. And you go to Bucky's great bathrooms, and then you got all kinds of shit to buy too. If yeah, you're yeah. if you're you know yeah, yeah. feeling a little crazy. No, I'm with you, man. But, but otherwise, I just want a tiny little <laughs> tiny little hut that's got a few beer fridges in it. <laughs> yeah. And then that's it. Yeah, right. right, right. I'm gonna be honest with you. It it has to be a major emergency for me to go to the bathroom at a gas station, unless it's Bucky's, because the Bucky's has like a guy that's in there cleaning toilets, yeah, the whole time. Like oh, they yeah. they never stop, like they're just cleaning them. But if you go to like you know, ju- like if I'm driving from here to Tuscaloosa, and it's like I'm in Monroeville and I got to stop, it's not going to be pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you're not walking in there going, "This is a place I want to sit down." For. <laughs> <laughs> you know i I've, I've got a buddy who who put me on this now when i stop to if i gotta go to the bathroom yeah, yeah. stop at a hotel yeah i do that too or i was gonna tell you that the other one's cracker beer really yeah you just you you go in there and you're like oh this is this this record man i, I was looking for some new vinyl or, look at these can look at this candy and you slide back in there <laughs> that little store and they come back out <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's, that that's been, Bucky's is actually uh, like it, it's it's a difference maker. Now we're we're covered in them in Alabama. We got one over here by us. We're we're down here yeah, in LA. Yeah. Um and right there by the, the expressway yeah, right, exit. That's it. We got one in Athens, we got one in Leeds. And Three Bucky's. It's crazy how much how many people are in there all the time. Oh, dude. 
they 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 did this shirt I, I wish i had one in here they did this shirt of of my call with a microphone the smokies did right uh-huh. and some guy took a picture of someone wearing it at the bucky's and one in tennessee and he goes i saw someone wearing your shirt in the wild <laughs> <laughs> it was like it's always black friday and bucky's you know what i mean like you don't know what's gonna happen in there you know what i mean like it's crazy the way that people love bucky's oh yeah no it's what yeah i mean people it's it's, it's uh, insane. and it's it, got good stuff in there i went christmas shopping oh, it's in there like two a destination ago. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did, talking about destinations did, did have you ever stopped at south of the border in south carolina before uh Oh yeah, it's it's well, where is it? It's well, it's somewhere in South Carolina, but when we like we, south of the North Carolina border, yeah. But it was like this place that have like the same thing would have like all the signs and stuff, and then you would go in there and it would have like fake poop and you know like tricks and stuff. It was just like it, just like you were in Mexico or something, you know. Just like when yeah. I, it was honestly like reminded me of when I went to Tijuana. Yeah. Uh, when I was in San Diego, I was just like, hey, let's go to Tijuana. I like, go over there and I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm going to be back over there by sunset. Okay. There's <laughs> 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 like a lot of things over there that were kind of crazy and also some cool stuff, you know? Yeah. Nothing that I needed to see after dark. <laughs> 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 like, wow, this is Mexico. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> uh that's great yeah you ought to check it out but i I, every time i see like bucky's and i went to the one when i when i went up for baseball winter meetings i stopped at the one in athens alabama and i was like man this is cool man i like this one you know and and, alabama i've never been there yeah that's some that's some but you going you went through monroeville to go to tuscaloosa no 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 i went through athens no, 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 but you were saying you stopped. You did mention that earlier. You said you went through Monroeville. To Isn't that how? Yeah, don't you go up that way? Like it's like no. Which way do you go? I was wondering which. Uh, that's why I'm trying to put together why you went that way. Because that's on 84. Anyway, maybe close to that. Well, well no, Thomas, Thomas, Thomasville. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's yeah, right. Thomasville, Thomaston. Mm-hmm. You know the Thomases, and then you're like. uh I, I make that trip so much because I'm in at Innisfree for every yeah. every Friday uh, every Friday home game yeah for the show my show yeah I gotta make one of those dude you gotta come man Fridays next and then year. and then we'll ride back together like so yeah. I mean like you gotta you know like, oh yeah you'd be gone I mean do the show and hang that's so much fun oh yeah I love that man that trip and Nick I love that yeah. crowd up there brings me back it does <laughs> like it, like trips like the guy that's like holding on for all of us <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, know I mean? you follow him on instagram yeah <laughs> you see, all that, you yeah. see him in his i think it was an elf costume and a cigar <laughs> yeah i love it like i don't know like he just i i love going in there and hanging out and uh it just gets – I'll tell you, man, that place gets so slammed on football games, yeah. like Fridays and Saturdays. I went in, I went in there. Gotta, unless I'm in a corner somewhere comfortable, I do get a little claustrophobic. Yeah, yeah. Last year I went in there. They had uh, the the big uh, booster golf tournament. They call it the, you know, the celebrity golf tournament or whatever. And uh, were, you, were you one of the celebrities? Yeah. I like that. Look at that. I put man. it in quotes. In <laughs> See, that's where you're wrong, man. Like you got to be like they had the celebrity golf tournament, like like Rick Sutcliffe, and I was there. 
<laughs> you can get around Rick. You know, Rick loves some Rick. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> of course you were. <laughs> well, so we went in there, like we had the, the banquet the night before. And then uh, when it closed down, I, I actually, I, I met Roman Harper. Yeah, this is last. Oh, I, he was like, in there this year when I was there. Was he? Yeah. Good guy. I didn't talk to him much, but. Nah, know. man, I love Roman. Yeah. He's, great analyst. Uh, he's a great guy, too. Just a great guy. Him and, him and, uh, and Cole Kublik shows. It's a good show mm-hmm. on, on SEC. Oh, network. yeah. I like Cole, too. So do I. Um, it's hard to believe he's an Auburn guy. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah. You I'm know, not going to hold that. He fit that mold. No, he's just such know? an easy to watch, listen yeah, to, like far more dude. intelligent than most. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tip the cap to you, bro. <laughs> nah, big compliment. He is great. No, nah, he is. He, he is. is. No, anyway, but, they, no, we had that. And, uh, we right. had a trip shut down in free and or the back part. And, yeah. And uh, I. I went in there. Freddie Kitchens was in there, and and Roman and Rashad Johnson. Man, it was so much fun. I'd just, love to meet Freddie. you know, just like a I don't know, just we just sat around, and hung out, but uh, nothing crazy. But it's so much fun to get there with those guys and listen yeah. to those stories. Oh yeah, I mean, just hard to beat. I don't know, you know, you just you hang out with those guys. That it's just it it makes it fun playing in Alabama to to go meet those guys and hang out with them and hear their stories. And, uh, I mean, all doing, you know, special things. Pretty cool. I think yeah. hell Rashad's a, he's in uh, Tampa now. I think he's the linebackers coach and is he for the Buccaneers? <clears throat> good. He has a good career. Smart guy. You could always tell he was going to do something. Oh yeah. Hey man, any, any walk on that earns a scholarship. That's awesome. Is a Spe- special uh, individual. Yes. Yeah, at Alabama. Oh yeah. I, I had Trip on the tailgate show, and I'm like, so tell me the most famous people that have been at Innisfree, right? Because, you know, you know this. I, I dressed up like future Morgan Wallen for Halloween two years ago, right? <laughs> <laughs> because SNL had Morgan Wallen on there uh, from when he got kicked off of SNL or, what you know, uninvited yeah. because he was at the Alabama-Tennessee game kissing girls during COVID. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And they all freaked out. And then so he so they did a skit when he eventually came and Jason Bateman was future Morgan Wallen. So I I mean, I'll show you my I used to look like the guy. So I did. That was my Halloween costume. right? <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, so I, I asked him, I'm like, so, you know, Morgan Wallen, he's like, well, Morgan Wallen was here. And he goes, he was here with uh, Justin Thomas and, you know, JT. <laughs> I thought he's like people kept coming up and asking for <laughs> pictures. And he thought that, like, he didn't know who Morgan Wallen was. Trip. <laughs> that was back when he was just coming on the scene. I you guess know? so. Yeah, 2020. So um, I said, well, who's the most famous person that's ever come in here? And I'm thinking, like, it's got to be big. You know, I mean, like, yeah, if you like come to Tuscaloosa. Joe Namath, maybe. Yeah, or somebody, right? Yeah. When he said Urkel, I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Do you know Urkel? Like, wait, it's like the Steve Urkel? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't expect that either. (laughs) Urkel. I think Trip. Did I do that? (laughs) I was like, whoa. Uh, But I do like Urkel, man. I used to watch a lot of Urkel back in the day. That was, yeah. That's a long time ago. That was like 90s fame. 
Well, when Urkel comes in, fame meter might be a little jacked yeah, up. Yeah, right, right. Because <laughs> hey. I mean, I feel like I've seen you know, but um, I also think he's probably a little uh, like he probably thinks of Justin Thomas as just like a you know, yeah, an Alabama grad or yeah. uh, there's so many people that graduated from Alabama that he's probably familiar <laughs> with or knows that doesn't think of as very famous. Yeah, you know? yeah, right. And so he doesn't even he doesn't even you know, apply fame, fame to those people. Mm-mm. No, he's just kind of, I've, I've watched him work the room too. Like he's, you know, he's kind of like, he, you just never see, he's never still, you know, he's always yeah. like to the next person. Oh yeah. You know, and that's I mean, how right we now, need to be. I know Kirk to be. Herbstreet's been there. I saw, I saw him there. Yeah. I like mean, a long time ago. That's when I saw his I aura. I would say he's more famous than. Yeah. I saw the aura that was around him. I was like, that guy's got an aura. Yeah. Like he was glowing. <laughs> <laughs> Back in, back when it was the old industry, not even the one where it is now, the old one. Yeah, I saw him and I saw that light that was around him. I was like, man. I think I told you this. Industry, you know, when I first got to Tuscaloosa, or my, because I had never been there until I actually went to school there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, does that just mean there's no cover charge? Industry? No, oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> always free. <laughs> A lot of people will say Lane Kiffin's the most famous person. <laughs> my my sources tell me he was there a lot. <laughs> I, think, I think I think in Trip's mind, probably the more you frequent Innisfree, the less famous you yeah, are. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Why is this man in the kitchen? <laughs> Get him out of here! <laughs> oh, just kidding. I don't know. I, uh, I love that place so on a game day. And I, I've actually, people hit me up <laughs> and like, hey, you know, I'm coming to town. And I'm like, come hang out. Like, come hang out, man. Come hang out. <laughs> you know, like it's it's game days to me start Friday night. It, it is free because I'm there, you know. And and I've seen like the the next round guys are there sometimes yeah. too. I've it's, actually it's like the best bar in Tuscaloosa. They do their bar, show by far. Did mine. Or best, best hangout spot, best whatever yeah. you want to call it. I'm kind of like when it comes to Innisfree, I'm a little protective of them because I feel like if they ever went, I, I don't think I would know anybody anymore from back when I was oh, bartending. You know, I'm the same way. Yeah. I bartended and I know the same people were there. Yeah. I didn't, well, I didn't go anywhere else. That was, that was <laughs> <laughs> like those guys are still holding on. I saw Purdy at, at uh, Florabama, I guess, about I guess it was two summers ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I tell you, like, not that people were like, "What are these guys talking about?" My, I'm, I, I did my show at Rounders, and then I'm <laughs> COVID, like, shut down. I'm not doing baseball. One of my friends has a boat. We go out on a boat during COVID, so nothing's yeah. open. And uh, it's before Hurricane Sally, and so we had a a, a long day of uh, of boating. Okay, just put it like that. Yeah. We go to the tiki bar down there and i walk in and i look across the bar and i'm like oh my god it's trip so i <laughs> hey man was a four yeah. yacht club no the tiki bar it's like one of the yacht it's like one of the marinas has like this giant tiki Hang on, this is are you talking about orange, orange beach yeah, yeah yeah like out of nowhere and I, and I just i had i'd left um, was it around Ono Island? Yes. Okay, then yeah, that's you know Florida Florida Yacht Club. No, 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 it wasn't Florida Yacht Club. It was like you got to go out there and then down and then kind of like it, it, one of those little inlets out there. Yeah. 
I'll have to, I'll take you there one time. Like it's, it's a Marina uh, I've been there, and no. it's got a, it looks like it's like a, a boat Marina. It Pirates Cove? No, it's not Pirate. It was, we'd been there too that same day. <laughs> <laughs> I still got my pirate hat. <laughs> so I walk in, I looks like, Oh this my God. Serious boating. This was a lot of boating. And I'm <laughs> like, like, oh, let's do the show. <laughs> Is it? That at that point in life, like everything was shut down in Tuscaloosa. It was just nice to see somebody you recognize. Oh, yeah. No, I and I love those guys. And I love Grant and all those guys at Rounders. Like that just the the uh Tuscaloosa scene is so much fun, man. And and talking about rounders, the last time Bama won the national championship, I go to Tuscaloosa and and this year, if they get to the national championship, I think I'm going. Like I just I, I well, want it easy from here. Yeah, it's like six hours, six and a half. I'll leave early. Like, you know, you can go with me. We'll leave early. We won't even hit any traffic. Oh, it'd be easy. Yeah. Go to the game, come back, right? Um, anyway, I said, you know, I I'd been to all these championship games, right? Yeah. The worst, the the hardest one was the one we lost to on the pick play to Clemson. Oh uh, yeah. That was a that was a heartbreaker. But the rest of them we won, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that one I was like. I, I I'm not going to California, okay, and I, and I and I didn't de- definitely didn't want to deal with COVID restrictions. If it was in San conference. Diego, I'd it'd be hard to beat that. I, I know I love San I Diego, love San Diego, but not not you know Levi Stadium and yeah. in the Bay Area, and they didn't even know there was a championship game. Yeah, yeah. And so that, that may be the worst placement of a national championship of all time. Where was it? You know what? I'm thinking about the one that that was the one we lost to um, Georgia, right? Or maybe no, that was the one we got yeah, ass kicked to Clemson. Yeah. What was the one that? What was the one that the last one that we won? Was that in the dome? No, it was in Dallas, right? Or where was that? I'm trying to think which one it was. When with Mac Jones and those guys. Oh, that was in Miami. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't I go was to that, at that game, so I, I didn't go, go to that one. one. Yeah, you did, and and you probably tailgated a lot afterwards because you couldn't get out of that parking lot. Yeah, well, they had a yeah. I mean, you well, there's nothing was open, so you had to. I mean, they had four. You had to go in the hotel lobby, and everybody was in there, and there was, you know, four different bars set up in each corner of the room. But it was a madhouse. Was like, it? Yeah, I mean, I they went were to this to one. Protect people from COVID by lot, just boxing them all into one room where there are everybody's oh, yeah. two feet apart. Yeah, it was all all that stuff. Yeah. It could be another another show. But yeah, let's not get, I get went, started on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went to one the one with Manti Teo, mm. Eddie Lacy down there, and um, I remember like the parking lot was a, getting in and out of there was a joke. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so so I went to Tuscaloosa, <clears throat> and I and I watched the. I did a show from Rounders. I, I'll never forget this. I did a show from Rounders, a digital show, that I think got seventy two thousand views before the game. Which still, I think, might be my record of digital views. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just set up and like, and like, and did a show uh, at at the at the place I used to work, and then um, you know, go watch the game, and then afterwards, I'm like, I'm gonna make some videos. Do you, have I told you this before? I'm gonna make some like videos on my phone of the party, right? So Rounders is playing like. They just like on the roof. They just start like speakers out. Wait a like, second. So is that after this game? You no, no, no. After it? the twenty twenty one. Okay. After this one, right here with yeah, Smitty yeah. and those guys. 
so it's the only time I was ever in Tuscaloosa for a championship, but I always wanted to do that. Right. Cause I'm normally wherever right. the games are. Right. And, um, and I know Auburn fans don't hold it against me. We have a lot of, them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, that. Yeah, I mean, you've had a lot of opportunities. To yeah, get yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I know. <laughs> anyway, so, and I'm not doing it this time. I'm actually going to go back to the game, but, um, so, so I go and I, and I'm like, they're playing like, you know, the fight song and, you know, sweet home Alabama and this crowd, like a people, like it was just like people everywhere. Like I, I was the first one there because I had seen the videos from it in the past. I'm like, I got to go out here. And I'm like, man, nobody's fucking out here. Like this, this was a mistake. And then all of a sudden like game ends or like the last couple seconds. And all, I look over and it was like, uh, the walking dead man people are just coming from every direction like like zombies you know like, like walking and then they just start playing music it's like we are the champions and everybody's cheering and it's crazy so i started making this video like i'm videoing this guy's like climbed up the, like those little trees that are out there like they're like, they're like not even climbing trees you know and then i see this one dude like he's like climbed on the Walgreens, like, you know, that little Walgreens down there. He's like oh, yeah. climbed on the roof there. So I videotape <laughs> him uh-huh. and I put it on my social media, like, Hey, look at this. You know, by the time I woke up in the morning, it hit the video had gone viral, like, like thousands of views and yeah. retweets and everything. So I get this message from like this company and they're like, can we buy this video from you? Like, well, you know, and I'm like, yeah, you can buy. It. <laughs> yeah, like a year later, I get like a couple thousand bucks in the you know just like deposit it to me, you know, for that video. But I had tried to post it on my own Facebook, and they had like restricted me. And I'm and I'm like, I made this video. <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> they were you know it was funny. Oh, yeah. It's crazy how quick like when when someone buys the rights to something like that, how quickly it's enforced. Yeah, but the the next day though. It was like on, you know, Good Morning America and this and that. Like everybody had the video, right? Yeah. But it wasn't because Alabama won the championship. They had the video and they were playing it all over the world because uh, people weren't wearing so, masks. Yeah. I didn't even think about that at the time, you know. Like, hey, good for you. <laughs> hey, cashed in on that. <laughs> That's everybody wants to be psychotic about that. At least you can, you know. <laughs> yeah. you made a little money on it yeah that's it but but that's a good bar too man like those guys that rounders do a good job too i yeah. i can see you in the boom boom room just kind of staying up all night i went to rounders once or twice it just wasn't my it wasn't wasn't your my bag <laughs> <laughs> you, you you just don't, you don't go in there and cut loose in the boom boom room <laughs> vegas style no i'm not fist puffing and rounders <laughs> <laughs> those the, those are those are two great bars um my one of my buddies um has taken the um he him and him and his uh, one of his partners they they own the old egan's it's called unique now and they have like all the games on in there and stuff yeah. you know so there's some spots i go and hang out i get rounders and glitz conf- confused as far as the inside goes i think rounders is a little bit west of glitz right yeah, Galetz is hey, – look, man, I spent my college days in Galetz. You know, I was a proud KA. You know, I went there a lot. It was like our hangout. 
Um, and and you can't complain about a two dollar and fifty cent beer. I mean, you know, no, it, that's right. Who, who's going to say anything about that? <laughs> <laughs> Our friend Will is one of the owners with with Purdy. I would see him in there, like the, the DJ and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, but does, I, he, does does Purdy have some ownership in he that? He has too? to. I, yeah, I think he yeah. does. Like somehow, like those guys are just like, you know, the bar what the hell entrepreneurs of before. Coach why didn't Saban we do that? There. Yeah, why didn't we do that? Well, I was about brass you know, monkey. We should have bought the brass 15, monkey. 15, 16 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I got there as a bar called the brass monkey. <laughs> you frequent that one too? I, I was there a few times. <laughs> Nobody even knows that one. There's one called the international deli. Uh, I feel like I've heard of that might one. have heard that one before. Um, and then uh, the booth, but the booth's back. It just moved. So, so you, I, the booth I, closed down. Well, the one that was on the corner, there was one that was on the corner. It was behind, uh, when I was there, it was behind Moe's. It's that's where it is now. Okay. But, but when, when I got there, it used to be like on the strip. Yeah. Like on the corner. I used to live across the street in the, the lofts above that witch, witch. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's a good spot. Uh, you, you would have thought it would have been a good loud, spot. Loud. loud. Oh my God. Yeah. You didn't I, like I that, could huh? not sleep be quiet <laughs> <Try> to sleep. <laughs> we got a game tomorrow <laughs> we got auburn in two days guys snack it off <laughs> the henry <laughs> <laughs> man, I know that feeling though, man. Like uh, I hear these kids complain now. Like I, I have interns that I work with and stuff that are complaining about noise. I'm like, man, we just we used to just sleep right through it back in my day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, well, my my wife and I were dating back in the at the in that day, and so it got. I mean, it got so out of hand. I was like, I'm just Sarah. I'm I'm coming to sleep at your house. Yeah. My grandmother-in-law who listens to this podcast isn't going to like that. But well, you're married now. You, you actually have two kids. Yeah, we got the – I'm pardoned. Hopefully. If they would have seen – if 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 she would have seen Christmas morning when Santa Claus brought that pink Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> have you gotten run over by that yeah, thing yet? That's a big-ass Jeep. She'd have got ran over just like me. <laughs> Thing is, like your kids, like it, I took our family out to Gambino's down here for dinner. And it's like, you know, the waitress comes up and my son's yelling, like, Sprite, Sprite, <laughs> slow down, man. <laughs> you know, like comes back, like screaming at what he wants, like, come on, man, slow down. You know, and I could see that lady in the back. That kid's terrible, you know. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Oh yeah, my daughter, she's got an attitude. She'll, I'll be talking to her and telling her to do something. She'll be like, "Yeah." It's hard is that they have your face. That's oh the, yeah, that's the oh, worst part about it too. Yeah. <laughs> she'll be like, "I get her a little bottle of milk." She'll be like, "I told you, I wanted a big bottle." <laughs> <laughs> i live with this i know what you mean i had one i don't even think i could tell it on the podcast uh, today. i'm one one today and it was like it was so funny 
what he said, but it was just so inappropriate for an 11 year old. And I'm like, <laughs> what do I do? I'm like, we don't talk like that. But then that voice in the back of my head was like, when you were 11, you never would have came up with something that good. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you never would have came up with something that oh, freaking yeah. funny. Oh, yeah. And my, I mean, my daughter is about to turn four. And, like, we'll we'll ride around and, and you know, shine at deer and, you know, just before we go to bed, just to get her ready to go to sleep. You let her take that shot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, honey, he's not moving. <laughs> My wife's Welcome like, to the spotlight on deer with the Coker family. My wife's like, how did you knock her out like that? You don't want to know. We'll keep that between me and your father. Uh, my, my father and I will be like, sometimes, you know, we'll be sitting around the house. Or, I think one time he, he's like, I can't remember exactly how she picked up on it, but she's like, you know, watching her TV and he's like, He's like, yeah, I saw a little ass doe or something like that. And we're riding around and, and looking at deer at night. And she goes, look at that little ass doe. <laughs> <laughs> she calls him Poppy. She's like, Poppy, you see that little ass doe? <laughs> <laughs> you get that feeling like you're laughing, but you feel like you're a shitty parent. <laughs> and I know that because I feel like that all the time. <laughs> We get the calls from school. Well, I think I told you this one. Well, you know, he's in a little bit of trouble right now. He farted in his hand and threw it on one of his classmates. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell? Well, that's where you're like, God, I hope he didn't get that from me. <laughs> I want it to be like, listen, he doesn't really know how to cup them yet. So. <laughs> So consider yourself yeah, lucky. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's like he's like North Korea when it comes to the nukes. They think they know him, but they don't. You know? <laughs> They're shooting up rockets. Well, willing, with... to, willing to fire them off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah, empty payloads right now. <laughs> Man, I, I you talk about small world. I guess this is where we're going to run out of time. But this text yesterday from from Tony Sukalis, right? Tony's the beat writer. One of Alabama's beat writers used to work with him uh, at Rivals, and 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 I think he's at um, uh, he's at Rivals again. Like he left and came back. Yeah, it's on a plane, and he's like, "You're not gonna believe this." I'm like, "Yeah, I, I, I haven't talked to him in a while." I was like, "I just sat. I was just on a plane with Chris Klein. Chris was in my wedding, and I haven't seen the guy in like." 20 years man isn't that uh -huh. crazy like oh, to think, yeah. like you know he lives That's in wild. he lives in like san antonio yeah he, but he went to alabama i've seen him to think that those guys were on the same flight and tony's on his way i'm sure out to cover bama but yeah. just to think that you know like it's a much smaller world than you man, think man that's crazy to me man much smaller world than you think we used to he 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 lived in this house that was uh they tore it down it I think they tore it down. It's over where like they where that new mall is. Yeah, they definitely tore it down. Um back like um where the Starbucks is and the bat and the um I say new and everybody's probably like, God, it's been there for 15 years. Um where the uh Best Buy is and like there's like yeah. an apartment and all that. So you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Uh Iguana Grill and all that stuff. He used to live there. 
And um, we played on the lacrosse team at Alabama together. And he had this this dog named Elvis that was a Jack Russell. And we would go on the quad and practice uh-huh. just to try to, you know, make new <laughs> <laughs> there was really no practicing going on. <laughs> but the dog would like run and get the balls that we missed and then run back and forth as we were throwing, man. Uh-huh. So that's why I like, I, it's still my favorite dog is a Jack Russell because I, when I had one after him, uh, but just to think like, man, a guy I went to school with that long ago, of all the random shit that ever happens to you, you know what I mean? No, oh, yeah. No, it's wild. It's wild. I mean, it's crazy, especially like the, my Alabama and Florida state teammates. Yeah. How those guys know each other yeah. pretty well. And, uh, uh, just a small world Man. everybody kind of everybody's got a connection somewhere yeah you know well i'm thinking like if bama goes to uh to houston he lives in san antonio i may have maybe that's just like a sign we got to hook up you know yeah well san antonio is <clears throat> kind of a long ass way from houston isn't it? isn't it i don't know i mean i when i was doing crimson tide sports network we played in like corpus christi and he came over i, I mean i don't know yeah. kids and stuff like yeah the the team was there that's a, honestly it's, i think this is the last time i went there with the cubs a couple times too, to houston but and he came once maybe i don't know i think i don't think it's too far yeah but if, you like I, houston I, I i don't you know what man i i gotta tell you Houston's this. not a town i'm ex- I, okay i got like, a great houston story all right, let's hear it. I said, I'm, I'm there with the Cubs. <clears throat> this is the last story because we're going to run out of t- room on the, the be able to do this. So, <laughs> so I, I'm doing the game like it's a spring training game. I'm doing it with the Cubs. And, um, <laughs> and buddy, like I went out with, we got there and it was like we were there for like a Friday, Saturday and Sunday, right? No, a Friday and Saturday. So maybe we got there on Thursday and we all went to this bar. <clears throat> soon as the, we is like the team charter right so fly in and th- those team charters are probably like what they are like at alabama like yeah you don't touch your bags like you know it's like room service at your your seat on the plane you know like <laughs> yeah. all the, any and, and and anything you want to watch like it's on the tvs on your plane oh, you yeah. know like it's crazy it's not like your normal flight you know so we so we get there and we 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 go out and there's this international house of blues that's like right next to the bar we were at. Right. So, so we, everybody leaves and then I'm, I'm about, I'm, I made some friends and then we're, we're walking home and <laughs> those guys that sing that song, uh, you hit the floor. You know, what, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> don't, don't. Well, I know what song you're talking you know, about. You know what I'm talking about? That song oh, yeah. though, right? Oh, the floor. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Their their buses outside, so I'm walking by and we just start talking to those guys. Was it Rob Zombie? I don't think it was Rob Zombie, but uh, body shut the floor. Gotta have a, have a creative mind. Yeah. Oh, one guy, the one guy that was really nice to us had his hair was like he was like shaved bald all the way to here, and then had a ponytail or something. And and that, anyway, he wasn't a K at Alabama. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> but I, next thing I know, I'm like I'm on the bus drinking with these guys, <laughs> like just hanging out. <laughs> like, they're, they're, I mean, like I'm, I'm I don't even know how I got in there. Like, you know, so like hour after hour is going by, we're all just drinking. I'm like, 
I got to do a game tomorrow. I got to get the F off this bus. <laughs> I don't want to be rude, you know? Because yeah. I got out of there. But yeah. It was... uh, imagine going to a concert, wanting to hear that. <laughs> Just jumping a mosh pit. Fire, and... hit the floor. Fire, hit the floor. <laughs> so like that song pops up on stuff. But I guess like the, the, the original lead singer, you know, had it, it, somehow something happened to him. And yeah. I don't remember the whole story. I just. I just remember like they were more pleasant than you thought, dude. They looked like they would be like scary people, and I get on there and I'm like, these are like the softest guys I've ever met. Like they're nice, you know what I mean? Like, 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 like where does where does this come from? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I just would never imagine. I mean, like everybody had this like crazy weird look you know yeah and they're just super nice you know like, <laughs> oh can i can i get you another beer like, well, sure <laughs> you know so uh what's it like uh broadcasting baseball like, <laughs> I, I, like trying to get through the fact that the guy, the guy looked like he's been in prison for 25 years <laughs> <laughs> The old teardrops. Yeah, yeah, like I mean, really, like scary. Uh, they weren't though. We were actually cool guys. That was that was Houston. So I don't know, man. I got a buddy that's a um, a lawyer there, um, and uh, um, across the the thing, what is it? Um, uh, the Pines, right? Did I get that right? Is that? I have no idea. So, I've been there. A no, few the Woodlands. Times. The Woodlands. Okay. So, yeah, the, Woodlands. Yeah, so, the Woodlands. So he's like, hey, come over, get a cab, come over, right? Yeah. So I get so. This I don't know. I don't think this was the same trip. I think it was another time I was there. Both times I was with the Cubs. So I go, I get a cat, I get an Uber and I go over, right? And it's it's pretty far from Houston. It's like yeah. uh you know, An it's hour and it, a half. Uh, no, it's not that far, but it's it's you know, a good 35 minutes, right? Yeah. Far enough where when you get there, you can see Houston because there's really not a whole lot in between. It's just flat. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so we hang out, we go out to eat, you know, and all this stuff. And I got to get back for the game, right? So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I, I like to get there early. So I'm I'm gonna get back early, and I <laughs> I get it. I get the Uber coming back, and then all of a sudden I'm like, holy shit! There's just like traffic. Oh yeah. And I mean, it's not like traffic like around here traffic. I mean, it's traffic like if you were <clears throat> if if you took the Bayway and you multiplied it by about five or 10, you know, oh, yeah. and you can see everything cause it's flat, but mobile looks really far away <laughs> and it's just nothing but wall to wall cars. And I'm like, man, I'm going to never, I'm not going to make it back for the game. So worried, man. And I mean, we got there, but it was, and I'm watching, yeah. dude, and I'm watching that. Like, I'm like, how much is this Uber going to cost me? <laughs> it was like, it's like a cab watching the meter. Oh, oh dude. Yeah. It was like, I, I want to say I probably spent a hundred bucks or something. on. Yeah. It. I mean, like just, you know, just the time and everything else, but, I made it back. So, all right. Well, this was good. I wish we had more time to talk. Nah, nah, but flies by. How long have we been on? This is uh, we're working on an hour and twenty right now. Hour and eighteen. Hey, uh, are you? Uh, are we doing another one, or is this it for the bowl game? Might be good to go for tomorrow. I'm uh, I'm right. headed out of town, getting ready for big weekend, football weekend. So, uh, probably gonna leave tomorrow afternoon. Might get one in before. I head on out. Well, let me know because I've had people reach out and they're like, "Where would you put on Twitter when you guys are doing your show?" Because I hate to miss the show, but I, <laughs> we're random, and I'm like, "We are random. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're random. very random." But we appreciate. <laughs> but listen, honestly, man, 
the compliments that we get on this show, I'm, I mean, for both of us, man, I'm really proud of that. Like it's, it's fun. It is great. I like to invite everybody into our minds, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Like, well, they, I think a lot of people would want, like, where the fuck's he been? <laughs> and now they know you and they like you. Like, you know, I mean, that's the vibe I get. It's like, hey, you know, because people loved you as a football player. Now they know you as, like, you know, the guy that comes in here and, and gets, you know, harassed by me. <laughs> uh... And well, Ryan and Ryan Anderson you know, too. It's, it's one of those, well, Rhino's here. It's well, pretty good too. Oh yeah. Well, it's one of those, Ryan's kind of the same way. I mean, <laughs> shit, you know, normal people. I feel like don't like to be out in the spotlight. Let everybody know what they're doing all the time. I'm pretty private, you know. So this is my first, then my first stab. Dipped at, in here, and we just come right in well, here. Well, you know, and you can kind of just shoot the shit and have a good time. This yeah. is this is a little different than <laughs> you know taking selfies every time you do anything that's remotely interesting. Yeah, right, right. What's the best compliment you've read? <sighs> Any of them stand out? Because I've read a lot of, you guys have been so kind to us, and, and and it's great to read the stuff because they really love you. Like, you make them laugh and stuff. So <laughs> that's so. cool, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's what this is kind of all about, too, you know? Like, well, I tell you, it's been good for me, just kind of like, just hang out and just kind of brings that locker room type feel again, you know, which I, uh, I mean, you know, you get it sometimes here and there at work, but I mean, this is kind of back to just, again, we sit here and I mean, we got no script. We got no nothing. It's just, uh, shooting from the hip and having fun, you know, try to provide a little bit of, a little bit of substance, but from, for the most part, just, you know, screwing with each other and, having fun yeah no doubt all right brother well let's do it tomorrow if you want to and you guys uh check this out uh elephant in the room roll tide pods part of um disrupt the media make sure that you uh, go to my bookie mybookie.ag they bring you this show they 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 sponsor us and so we want you guys to support them and if it's the first time that you're you know throwing some uh, money down uh use the promo code next round then you get you know, up to fifty uh, percent. Uh, you know, up to a thousand dollars price match. So that's cool. And if you need any help, now's the time to get it from uh, Lance's lock. Because if if he doesn't give you, if he doesn't provide you a winning bowl season, your money is coming back to you. <laughs> <laughs> he's great though. I, I would not want that job right now with all the options. Nah, but he's nah. still fantastic. I'd, I'd, I'd strictly go playoff, and that's about it. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, For Jake Coker, I'm Mick Gillespie. Roll tight, everybody.